Good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 27 of Cave Side Convos. I am Rick Huntsman. I am, what's up? This is Quince. And we're coming to you guys live, as always, from American Top Team here in Watertown. That's right. And, uh, you know, today we're going to talk a little bit about environment, um, the impact that it has on uh, us and human behavior, and, uh, you know, the impact that we have on the environment itself. <clears throat> and, I, you know, I guess I kind of want to break it down. Um, in a way that, you know, I, I see environment almost like the, the soil from which we grow, you know, uh, the soil from which we grow. So we're talking about, you know, being able to plant seeds of success, uh, plant seeds to flourish. You're going to need, you know, the right soil for it. Um, you know, and when I think of environment, uh, this could be, you know, internal environment as far as the thoughts you think, uh, your diet and what you eat and your exercise. Um, this could be your social environment, you know, the people that you keep around you, the conversations that you have, um, and it could be, you know, the environment within the community, um, you know, what there is to do, uh, climate, uh, you know, and, and, and physical things of those natures, um, you know, and also size and amount of people. And this can go as far as you know, universal environments, if you want to take it that far. But we'll reel it back in just a little bit. <laughs> a little, a little just bit. a little time. <laughs> uh, um, you know, and I think it's, it's, it's best to understand, it's always best to start, uh, I think, with yourself and understand how you work. I think a lot of times we talk about, um, you know, self-motivation and, and, and mindfulness and things of that nature. And this is no different. You know, I think getting a proper balanced internal environment uh, is always your best foot forward and your best tool to approach um, any situation really um, you know because once you once you understand that the external environments are nothing more than understanding your situation and uh, embracing uh, adapting to change and then creating uh, you know and that in my mind that's kind of how I broke down these three steps to really make the most out of your environment um, so after, you know, understanding the self, uh, we're looking at um, embracing the environment in which you're in right now. Right. You know, and that has a lot to do with uh, being a realist and being realistic mm -hmm. and honest uh, with your situation, sure. you know, in the, in, the, in the place that you live. Um, because, uh, you know, what it does is create a sturdy foundation for you to start on. You know, these are things for the most part that are outside of your control. Um, you know, for example, we're in upstate New York in the North country where, what is it? Five, six months out of the year, it's going to snow. It's going to be cold. At it's going to be brutal. It's not like this everywhere, but sure. right here, it's what it's going to be. Right. Uh, you know, you can complain about it, um, all you like to, but it's not going to change it. Um, you know, the only thing you can really do. I mean, if you got the money, you can shoot out of here for the, sure. for the winter or not. Sure. But what you have to do, you have to embrace it. Right. You, you either find things that you enjoy doing out in this cold, um, or you stay your ass inside and write a book or be productive or do whatever you're right. doing. But you got to embrace and be realistic with uh, the situation that you're in. Sure. Yeah, I think that's uh, um, one of the biggest things. Uh, very much this, this past winter, luckily it's been pretty mild, pretty tame and stuff. So there's not, you know, five foot of snow everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so life's been pretty easy, but it, so it was a really easy adaptation for myself, kind of this notion of embracing the environment. Mm -hmm. um, and we started talking about this the other day. Uh, we'd just gone for a walk down at the, um, went down to, to Whaley's Park there in Henderson. We took a nice long walk with the dog and uh, there's, you know, snow out and everything. And, um, but it was, I don't know, maybe like 30 degrees and uh, I looked at Rachel and I was like, it feels nice out here. Mm -hmm. It felt, I mean, to me, it felt like it was 50, 60 degrees. It was just very comfortable, very enjoyable to be out there. Um, and I, I realized that's when it kind of dawned on me before I approached you about doing this, uh, this specific topic mm -hmm. was uh, this constant forcing myself to embrace the environment. Every right. morning when I walk outside to you know, get ready to come to the gym, I stand completely still, take a deep breath in, exhale and say this is where I am right and you know we've talked about a lot of um, you know being in the moment living now and stuff like that and that's where I really started developing that mentality but I think through that practice one of the fringe benefits is the fact that 
every single time I walk outside, regardless of what's going on and mm -hmm. whether this is what I have, this is what's in front of me, and yep. physically just embracing that. Yeah. And I don't say, oh, fuck, this sucks. It's freezing cold out today. I tell myself, this is what I have to work with. How do I make the best of it? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and I, I didn't realize the effect that that was, was having until, like I said, until this weekend. I realized how much I had uh, learned, you know, kind of accidentally how to embrace the, the physical environment. I'm very, very happy for that. Sure. You know, and, and, and uh, definitely happy is the term for it. Uh, because not only does it provide that foundation for me to start on, but uh, it helps you appreciate it. For yes, what it is, yes, yes, yes. you know, it's 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 because you learn to appreciate the things for what it is and for what it isn't. Right. Uh, as long as you can be honest and realistic right. with the situation. <laughs> that goes back. Um, we were chatting uh, a few minutes ago before we turned the camera on about um, that comparative mindset. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, when you walk outside and it's thirty degrees, if you say to yourself, "Well, it sucks here because somewhere else it's seventy and sunny," mm -hmm. or if you say well, it's not as bad here as it is in Antarctica right now. It's negative right. 20 there, or out in Wisconsin, you know, where they have you know three feet of snow. And instead of, of comparing it to everything else and disconnecting yourself from the situation, you embrace it, and like you said, you, you appreciate it for exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And understand, you know, this is what I have. Like you put it, this is the soil. This I have the soil. I see it, you know. Um, and so that kind of, I was thinking of that metaphor that you laid out, and Obviously, not every seed is going to grow in every soil. So right. what do we do, you know, because we have, uh, if we um, define our, our seed as our purpose, right, mm -hmm. as, as our, our reason to be here, our purpose isn't going to just grow in any environment, right? We, we have to cultivate an environment that we can, we can allow that seed to grow, right? So mm -hmm. what, are, what are the steps that we take? What are the things that you found yourself doing to alter the soil, alter the, the environment you're in, so you can take that same purpose and let it work for you where you are. Yeah, I, you know, I think whether it's purpose or potential, um, I, I think the, the first thing is, like I was saying, embracing it. Uh, like when I first came up here, uh, you know, I didn't really know too many people and uh, I worked uh, mostly with hip hop, you know, I was familiar with hip hop and rap music and culture. And when I came up here, I didn't really know, I didn't see that diversity, um, you know, in the, in the music scene or in the talent or the musicians. And, you know, and, and at first, you know, I could be like, well, shh, you know, where, where is everybody? Why, why does all this music sound different or to me sound the same? You know, there was a bunch of um, like heavy metal and, you know, there was some jam bands and some cover bands. But instead of, because I could fight against that all I wanted to, yeah. but instead I was just like, well, this is where I am. I've got to learn to embrace it. So I will go out and I would check out these shows and I learned to appreciate, like, I, like, I, I fucking like heavy metal music, you know, yeah. some heavy metal right sure. now. Um, learn to appreciate that for what it was and maybe the history behind it and how other people got into it. Uh, learn to appreciate why people live a life of cover, uh, cover music and cover bands, you know, as they travel out and get paid to do gigs. Cause trust me, they get paid more than, you know, uh, uh, the majority of originals around here. So now I better understand their mentality and their talent and their skill set. So it helps me appreciate that. And from there, uh, I learned to adapt maybe what I thought at first, you know, maybe what I thought my potential might be. I learned to redefine my potential or purpose in that area and adapt to it, you know? So, so, okay, if I want to, fit in and grow with this environment in this area my music will have to sound a little bit different it might have to be a little bit harder i can still say the same things with the same content and with the same truth that i have um but i adapt it to the environment that i'm in so i think after embracing uh your situation it's learning to adapt um you know and and it's and it's about changing yourself first before you can change the environment i think um because although I do believe self and environment, as far as change goes, is reciprocal, sure, I think sure. environment plays a huge role, has a huge impact on the person right. first. Right. So um, who's that uh, um, Trent, uh, that's his name, right, that you sent me that interview with over the, uh, that's uh, Yeah, I don't, I, don't remember, um, I don't remember the dude's full name. Yeah, shit. Uh, um, but we can link it in the, yeah, yeah, underneath we, we afterwards. Should, um, 
<laughs> he talked, uh, um, what I'm kind of uh, understanding is very similar to um, the way you're putting it. Uh, he's um, you know former NFL star uh, turned motivational speaker, and he talked a lot about um, purpose isn't you don't go you don't go out and find purpose like your purpose isn't out there in the world somewhere your mm -hmm. purpose is inside of you that's yes. your responsibility to find the environment in which that can grow right you know so while we have to i think we have to make certain changes and certain concessions to the environment we have to adapt ourselves so that, that we can grow there right but on the reciprocal end of that, like you said, self influences the community, community influences self, right? So once you adapt to that community, you understand, then you can start making some changes. Yes. And I'm sure you've seen yes. the culture around you change. Absolutely. And that, you know, you guys have put on specifically hip hop shows, you know, which, mm -hmm. you know, probably five, six years ago, that wasn't even a thing, right? You know, but it's this constant uh, reciprocity between the self and the environment, sure. each making concessions to the other. Because as soon as one hardens to the other, if we harden ourselves to the environment, the environment doesn't give a shit about no. us. The environment's gonna spit grow us out. right over top of us. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We and then if the environment hardens ourselves to us, that's when it's time for us to leave. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, there's there's absolutely a um, very significant reciprocity there. While we can change the way we cultivate our purpose, mm -hmm. I don't know if we ever have to accept and change our purpose because once we feel compelled. Yeah, at the at its core, yeah, I don't I, I don't think you have to give that or sacrifice that at all. Right. You know, if you really have a full firm grasp, uh, you know, on your potential or your right. purpose or right. what it is that, that drives you, um, you can apply it anywhere. Yeah. You know, and it's about uh, you know first understanding that you know where anywhere is or right. what it is or right. why it is. <laughs> uh, now, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, if you get dropped in an acidic situation or acidic soil or acidic mind state or group, you're not gonna grow. Right. It doesn't matter how strong your purpose is um, if you don't have the nutrients around you. You know, if the people right. that you keep around you are negative um, and, and you find that the conversations always steer towards some bullshit or if you find that, you know, your group of people are um, unmotivated and yeah. complacent, yeah. then it doesn't matter how driven you are, um, you're not going to reach your potential. You right. still might stand out within that group, right. but that's a big fish, small pond type mentality. Right. So, so no matter what, you do have to adapt. Um, you know your social environment uh, uh, around you. You're only going to grow so big with weeds keeping you down. Sure. You know. Yeah. Sure. There's, but that I think you know that goes back to the, the embracing the environment, understanding embracing. The, and that that yes. honesty with yourself. Yeah. You know. Um, I think it's important, uh, something I was thinking of is uh, perspective. Um, yeah. When you were talking about kind of your adaptation to the heavier metal scene in the area and stuff, mm -hmm. is we can learn and appreciate an environment differently once we meet the people, once we embrace the people, right. and once we spend time talking to people and getting to know them. And, and I know uh, for me personally, uh, they're, um, so just a, a, an example of this, there was a, a, a Foo Fighters album that came out uh, five or six years ago, and I was listening to it, and it was a, it was a big change in the sound, and I didn't, I didn't really dig it. It wasn't like their old stuff, and I was like, all right, you know, cool, Dave Grohl's growing as artist, whatever, fine. And then I listened to an interview. Uh, no, 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 it wasn't an interview. This was a, I was at a show, I was at a Foo Fighters show, mm -hmm. and uh, they were about to play a song off their new album, and he said, this is my favorite song off this album my favorite song that I wrote. He's like, this just really speaks to me. This is this is who I am. Yeah. And he played it and it hit me differently. And when I went back and listened to the album, all of a sudden the album hit me differently. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, you know, that wasn't as bad as I thought yeah. it was. You know, it, this resonates a little differently. But I had taken the time and I understood his perspective on it a little bit. You know, sure. so you understand the artist's perspective. It's the same thing as, as talking to people who like heavy metal. Right. Man, you know, I, I don't get this. When you look at it, on the surface, right. and then you meet somebody who does, you have a conversation with them, they explain to you, this is my favorite song, this changed my life in this way, this speaks to me like this, or this yeah. is what this does for me as a person, yeah. and if you embrace their perspective, and you understand that, all of a sudden now, now you learn something different about the environment, and now you can see a different path to help cultivate purpose, yep. you know? And I mean, what's purpose other than helping other people grow. Yeah, oh, it's all you connection, know? Right. all connection. Right. And that's what you were able to do. You know, at first that music that was unfamiliar to you, 
um, kind of was a barricade for you right. getting through it because right. you were used to something different. Exactly. Completely. exactly. You, you connected in a different way. Exactly. Um, but once you were able to connect, uh, not in an artistic way necessarily, right. uh, but at the human level, yes. and then yeah. Yeah. come back around and listen to the art created, right. you know, from that individual, from right. their perspective. Which now you have a little uh, a glimpse in, right? Yeah, right. absolutely. And that, I mean, even that that changed my that changed my whole perspective on almost on life. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, very specifically with, with music, but there you know there's always there's music that I find deplorable. There's a lot of pop stuff that just seems, uh, you know, again aesthetic at best. It's skin mm -hmm. deep and it's mm -hmm. there's no real substance to it. And, and I think why the fuck do people like this? But when I when I stop. And I take a second to embrace the potential perspective that somebody might have. Sure. You know, okay, well, somebody likes this for a reason that I don't understand, that I don't agree with, that I don't see. Right. That doesn't mean that it's shitty all over. It just means that I don't necessarily like it. I don't have to. Mm -hmm. But there's value in it to someone for some reason, and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna still change the station when it comes on. Yeah. You know, but and that's fine. You know, I don't have that's to. Fine. I don't hate it so much. I don't waste that negative energy on something that ultimately doesn't matter, or even sure. worse. That actually means something to somebody else, right? You know? Yeah, no, no, very important. And you know, and it happens to artists all the time. Sure. Uh, you know, artists with any sort of longevity try to continue forward. Uh, a lot of their fans or, or or whoever expect certain, sure. you know, some, something certain from them, uh, sure. whether it's content or style or image. Uh, and if that veers any way, now you know the people are up in arms because that's how they see themselves you know that's how they view it that's how they connect um and and a lot of times uh i think artists kind of get themselves boxed in or box themselves in because now uh once you get a fan base and this is how uh, uh fans connect and view you uh and expect and what they expect from you um s artists tend to cater to that and placate to yeah. that um which now, if that's not their true form or potential, they're doing themselves a disservice sure. uh, because they don't continue to grow anymore. It's almost right. like staying in soil where you use all the nutrients right. and now you, you, you're not going to grow any taller. Right. You don't get switched to a right. different fucking whatever, planter, whatever. They, not to kill enough, this metaphor. There's but, just enough to stay alive. Like and that's it. Yeah, and that's yeah, it. Sure, you know, sure. and... and uh, it's difficult to take yourself out of a place where people hold you highly, right. um, and for whatever reasons, right. um, it, you know, and and to kind of start back at day one right. and rebuild. Ah, there we go, get that money, um, uh, you know, and, and start to rebuild again, you know, for for the core needs and values that you first started with. Yeah. Um, um, as as you're talking about, you're talking about artists being creative and stuff, and uh, looking at my notes, the way you laid it out, uh, embrace, adapt. Create. Mm -hmm. um, so embrace the environment you're in, adapt yourself to it, and then help create and cultivate an environment yes. that you would like to grow in. Yep. The word create resonates with me differently as we focus a little more on the artistic endeavors because I think one of the most important things we can do as human beings mm -hmm. to enhance our soul and to grow is to create. Um, I had a, a good friend of mine, um, she used to be a, a student here, um, Melissa Yanatel. Uh, She's since gone out, um, gone out west, and uh, is actually cultivating her own purpose in a, in a in a very beautiful way out there on her own. Um, she's found a new environment. She's had to adapt, and, and mm -hmm. these things that that we uh, you know talk about a lot. But one of the things that um, she turned me on to, one of the mindsets she turned me on to, was the opposite of war is not peace. The opposite of war is creation, because right? war is death and destruction, and then the opposite mm -hmm. end of that is is creation. And, and I think that really speaks to the human need and the soul's need to create, mm -hmm. to in some way or another be artistic. And that can expand into creating a positive environment too. Because I mean, that's a, that's a form of creation, that's a form of artistry as well. Absolutely. You know, uh, so like you spoke about the, the music scene here and you were able to adapt to it to a certain extent without losing your sense of purpose and then help create a positive new, uh, scene you know and integrate with these other artists and then become mutually beneficial you know sure. you bring your own kind of nutrients to, to the, the yeah. area and help others grow yeah um and it can be you know mutually beneficial and all of a sudden you guys are not only are you creating music and creating art but you've created a community you've created a soul mm -hmm. you've created 
this living entity in this kind of yeah. music scene, you know? And, and, you know, and not only that, because that's not the end result, that's the start of the new result. Right. Because that then becomes the, the new foundation for which people uh, can grow from and grow on because, say, new ideas or new individuals uh, come into the situation and it still might not work completely for them. Right. But if they follow the same steps as far as embrace, adapt, and create, right. now they can add to in, in whatever vision, in whatever way that they their, their potential shifts. Right. Um, and so it, it continually grows, right. it, you know, and, and changes and adapts. Um, and, you know, it, it, and it does, it, you know, for all the people that put in the work, the genuine work, um, it, it is all inclusive. Yeah. You know, I don't like to, yeah. you know, I don't want to act like everybody gets a prize type of right, mentality. Right, right. But, you know, if you put in the genuine work uh, <laughs> on yourself uh, and, 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 and with connecting with others that are putting in that genuine work, um, everyone can be involved yeah. in one form, you know. <laughs> and it's interesting because it doesn't matter how positive of an environment it is it's not going to be for everybody, ultimately. Right. Ultimately, it's not gonna be the place where everybody can grow to their full sure. potential. Um, case in point is, I, I really like to think that we have a, a great environment here at American Top Team. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've made a ton of friends here. I've seen a lot of people grow as martial artists, as, as people, I've cultivated a lot of friendships. And uh, it seems overwhelmingly people have a positive experience here. Everybody always gets better. Um, we've had some guys that are successful as, as fighters. Uh, people are, you know, win grappling competitions and stuff like that. You know, right. we're not on the on the world famous scene or anything, but for you know, for the community that we have and the area we have, I feel like it's a very vibrant um, and you know, I guess to not beat your metaphor to death, I'm going to keep using it. Right? Very nutrient rich, uh, rich environment. Um, that being said, I have uh, two friends of mine who uh, who trained here for a while and have since left and got out to Colorado to a different gym mm -hmm. um, and not that ours wasn't a good environment but for the for what they want for their purpose and their growth mm -hmm. their level of growth they had to go somewhere else that had a different environment to cultivate them differently sure. you know um, and they're uh, actually um, I believe they both just signed pro contracts uh, between the two of them they've had three professional MMA fights now and they're doing incredibly well they found a beautiful environment out there and are flourishing nice. and that's but that was their purpose that was their destiny and they no matter how good the environment here was they adapted to it while they were here right. they still grew while they were here but eventually they got to a point where they needed something different absolutely you know they needed something more for themselves and they left and, and I'm very grateful that you know we had the time here to work with them I learned a ton from them I was mm -hmm. I was able to uh, uh, corner both of them in a few fights and, and um, we walked away with, with a lot of wins uh, and you know, great, awesome experience. And I was able to grow from them being here. They gave oh. back as, as much as they took out, and then and they left and, and went on to continue to grow. You know, which uh, again, it doesn't matter how good the environment is, if it's not what you want or if it's not what you, you need, you still eventually you still have to leave. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you still have to find ways to grow. Because yeah. man, I can't tell you how many times, whether it's about the gym here or the the music scene or uh, the area itself, you know people complain like it's their job. Oh, uh, the gym doesn't have this for me, or the music scene doesn't have this, or the area doesn't have that. And the conversation is, is, is necessary. The conversation is necessary to start that off as far as, you know, that's part of embracing, understanding what the place has and what it doesn't. Um, you know, but you're cutting yourself short of that second step, adapting. And, and, and utilizing what it does have or capitalizing on what it doesn't have. Uh, so it just becomes, it's no longer a conversation. It's, it's you're, you're getting in your own way. Yeah, it's a um, bitch fest. Yeah, it's a bitch yeah. fest and it, and it becomes an excuse right. at a yeah, certain yeah, point. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you, yeah. like these gentlemen come, um, they're here, they adapt to the situation, they understand the surroundings right. and they know what it is they need. Right. They're adapting. Sometimes adapting is, yeah, to go. Yeah. To go yeah, to a different absolutely. spot. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and at, at a certain point, you've sometimes you just outgrow your environment. Sure. And that's just case in point. You know, right. you sometimes you just outgrow your environment. Right. And that's a fact. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's, I, I didn't take it as a slight on our gym. I didn't take it as a slight on the facilities or the area or anything like that. But just 
they didn't have what they wanted here, and right. they, you know, they did what they could to make the best of their time here, and then when they were ready, they left. And I get that. Yeah. You know, and they never bitched about the gym. They never complained about being here. They're always happy to train, and they got better while they were here. You know, and yeah, so it doesn't always have to be negative. Leave, mm -hmm. um, especially uh, a lot of my the friends that I make here. A lot of the students that we have are in the army, and eventually they have to leave. Right. You know, and for for you know for some people it's very painful. A lot of the people that we've had leave. I had some very very good friends of mine leave the area, and it was through no fault of their own, mm -hmm. but. When they leave, I can still see these people thrive in different areas. Sure. You know, um, I've got a good friend of mine out in Colorado too. He uh, just became a uh, um, certified yoga instructor, uh, so he's doing really well. Um, I was talking to a good friend of mine. Uh, I think you know Courtney. Um, he yeah. just moved down to Oklahoma not too long ago. I was talking to him the other day. He's doing incredibly, incredibly well. Nice. Um, everybody, everybody's going to Colorado, I guess. Uh, another Is that the place to be? I guess so, man. Um, <clears throat> another uh, good friend of mine moved out there not too long ago after he got out of the Army. Um, and I was chatting with him the other day. And last he was here, before he moved, he was recovering from an injury and he wasn't able to train much. But he's just got back into training. He's growing and, and he's adapting to his environment. So yeah. no matter what the circumstances are, the, and that's kind of what's beautiful about social media and stuff too, is it's easier to keep up with people and you yeah. can see that these people are growing where they're being transplanted, you know? And right. uh, what, that's what's beautiful about my job is that whatever I can do while they're here, I hope that in some way that it helps influence their that growth mindset. Wherever sure. they go, they're able to find ways to, to continue to grow and to continue to elevate themselves and to elevate those around them, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, because it is, it's, it's easy um, when you're in, you know, say w when you're in this close group and everybody speaks the same and you go through, you know, your, your, your routines uh, and, and, you know, we progress together. But uh, when you get taken out of that group, yeah. you're thrown into, you know, just the wild. Yeah. Uh, and at first it is intimidating. Sure, sure. You know, at first everything uh, is, is, is unfamiliar looking around you. But reverting back to these steps, having that mentality and perspective um, as your foundation to build yeah, off, yeah. you know, uh, it's just part of that same process. Yeah. You know, you start working on a process, that first step, uh, you know, and, and, and it changes and it grows around you and no matter what, you, you are where you are, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And any place you go, you still, you still are where you are. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that seems incredibly inane to say, like, you are where you are. Yeah, no shit. But... <laughs> Embrace that. Embrace. You know, it's that that uh, that quote from from Seneca. It's uh, when you're hungry, eat. When tired, sleep. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, no shit. When I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat. When I'm tired, I'm gonna sleep. But it means stay in that moment. Right. Be in that moment. When you're hungry, eat. Focus on eating. Right. When you're tired, go to sleep and focus on sleeping. Don't think about the shit you got to do tomorrow. Right. You are where you are. Don't think about how you wish you were somewhere else. Don't think about how you wish right. things were better. Don't think about how things used to be better. Don't think about how bad it is right now. Yeah. You know, you know, because those same people that I was talking about that, that uses as a as an excuse, um, they don't like you here because this 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 reason, and then that that's your mo, that's your conversation that you bring to the table. You know what? Pick your location. Yeah, I'll buy you the fucking bus ticket. Yeah, and let you go there for a month, couple months. Yeah, and see what happens. I bet yeah. that's your conversation there too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. So yeah. so it, you know, it really is that mindset, and and I think that's a lot of what we try to. Um, uh, uh, understand here, you yeah. know, with these combos yeah. and just, you know, yeah. just combos, honestly, in general, you yeah. know, connecting with people. Well, it's that, it's that internal environment. That's it. It's the environment of self. Yeah. And if you have a toxic, if you have that acidic internal environment, no matter where you go, you're going to take that with you. Absolutely. You know, and maybe so for some people, for some people, it's getting out of the area, Yeah. you know, for some people, but you know, that's a, that's a perspective shift and that's fine. And I'm not, you know, I understand the desire to get out of the area. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of times where I just wanted to wanted to leave, sure. you know? but through the years and through the iterations and, and through the reps and everything, and, and once I finally realized that I had more power to influence the environment around me, yeah. if I cultivated a positive environment for myself and right. let that grow, right. um, and man, I've had just absolutely amazing people in my life. I've had uh, you know coaches and mentors and training partners and friends and just awesome students and. Yeah. A ton of people that have, that have helped, uh, you know, nourish me and help me cultivate a mindset and dealt with me when I was, you know, a, a shitty person. I haven't just, you know, 
throwing me out when, mm -hmm. when I was, you know, when I was bad, right. you know, and, and helped me grow and stuck around while I, while I grow. And for that, you know, I'm very, very lucky and very grateful and very much realize that I have the power to influence people the same way they've influenced me, right. you know, to take that, make that positive internal environment and spread it to the environment around me. Sure. You know, absolutely. What do we got? We got Alex Slurry with a little shout out. Sup, Alex? Up to no yeah. good this morning, I trust. Uh -huh. Must be. It's on his phone at work. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, in, in, in moving here, I guess I had a different, uh, slightly different perspective because I'm not, I'm not from here. Sure. So, so, um, you know, I do encourage people to, to travel and to move yeah, around yeah, and get yeah. outside your yeah. comfort zone and, you know, because me coming out here was outside of my comfort zone, sure. uh, which was, you know, certainly overwhelming uh, to me at first until, you know. Uh, and even when I got here, I didn't necessarily have the steps down as far as what I wanted to accomplish, right. you know, what I thought I was capable of accomplishing. Uh, these are all things that were, uh, I, work, 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 yeah, work, working real hard, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that I learned as I went, you know, and, and uh, you know, adapted to and through that process, you know, same exact thing. Um, the, the, the people or the mentors or the, the friendships or, um, uh, or the family, you know, that you, that you find and that you meet and that you can grow with that help shape you right. as you are also, as it turns out, shaping them, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's, um, you know, like I've said, you know, it's all, it's all part of the process. It can yeah. be done anywhere. For me, that was this, you know, was here for me. Uh, yeah. You know, and like you said, other people can go and they can find it elsewhere, but you still right. can't escape that process in order, right. Right. you know, to get to that level of connection. Absolutely, man. And um, this, this is going to sound more cynical than I mean it, but uh, people aren't going to stick around if they can't get anything from you. Yeah. Sometimes that's a very, uh, it's a very one-way street. Sometimes there are people that, that take from you. We talked, a, you know, a couple months ago about protecting your energy and stuff, and mm -hmm. sometimes there are people that are just going to take, 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 take from you, but... In a, in a less cynical light and kind of more how I mean it is if you can help somebody grow, mm -hmm. they're going to be more inclined to want to spend time around you. Sure. And you're going to be more inclined to want to spend time around them if you feel like they're going to help you grow. Mm -hmm. if, it, if it's mutually beneficial, if you, can, if you can help them change and adapt, they can in turn help you change and adapt. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. The self in your external environment, right? Or you and I. Say for example, I have my internal environment, you have yours. Right. We can both, I can influence your internal environment, you can in turn influence mine, and we can both grow and we can challenge each other, we can help each other change and right. benefit. And we're not gonna choose to sit down every week and have a conversation if there's not gonna be mutual growth. Right. Right? Yeah, okay, it would have been cool, but eventually at some point if you're not growing, if you're not helping each other, if you if it's not mutually uplifting, yeah. why keep doing it? Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I don't I don't think people stick around. In, in whatever environment, yeah, you know, if there's not a benefit there, sure, it, you know, because if there's growth, uh, there's change, and yeah. and and that's actually this is a conversation I've been having often, you know, as far as um, what is faded, or 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 what what is, you know, happen chance, you know, because I think it's the ego that might get connected on, oh, we 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 uh, we have these conversations. Um, you know, we, we, we produce, we grow. Um, but if that changes, I think the ego might hold on to a little bit. I'm like, right. well, shit, this is how I define myself by this and this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we get stuck in it. And, and we don't let time move as it does naturally. We don't let people change as it does naturally. We sure. don't allow ourselves to change as it does naturally. Yeah. Um, because even when we come into those situations in which, ah, there is growth, boom, a sudden, yeah. uh, a sudden burst of, uh, uh, growth or progress or understanding um, eventually as that understanding becomes the new norm and the new foundation there are still levels to be reached yeah, yeah. you know and to be able to grow on from that is very natural so uh, the conversations I've been having are ones of possibly having to let that go yeah, yeah. you know and, and that shit is that shit is hard um, I, I but, think, but uh, necessary you do, there's a tendency uh, to define ourselves by a moment instead of a process mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, you get stuck in, I mean, you, you see, uh, you know, guys that are stuck in that high school mindset, yeah. you know, reliving the glory days all the time and, yeah. and we're, we're stuck in that moment and a lot of times we're bitter, upset and I mean, 
I know when I backtrack and I put myself in a previous moment, I get depressed, mm -hmm. you know, and you, mm -hmm. def you define yourself. And then I was thinking about that a little bit too when you were talking about uh, artists and how people define themselves by the artist and sure. define themselves by this the album, image. Oh, yeah, define yeah, themselves yeah. by this song, yep. you know, and then when that artist changes, they, there's a backlash against that because they're defining themselves right. by something external instead of defining themselves by understanding the, the process of growth and right. constant change. Yes. You know? yes. Appreciating the moment for what it is mm -hmm. and then understanding that, yes, we're, you know, everything is constant change and everything's constant growth. Yeah, appreciating the moment for what it is, right. uh, appreciating the person for who they are or right. the connection for what it is because I think often, too often, people define themselves off of the person they're with. You know, right, right, right. Or, or some of the company they keep. Yeah. Um, how many times have you, you know, throughout the course of your life and various different relationships and stuff, how many times have you had the conversation where it's, well, we used to do this, or this used to be how it was. Right. And unfortunately, any time that conversation is tabled, there's always a little bit of animosity with it. So then a lot of times it turns into a conflict instead mm -hmm. of a, an opportunity to grow. And, you know, usually it, it little bit of yelling a little bit of you know hurtful shit but that's how you know people are shitty to each other sometimes and that's just the nature of life but defining ourselves by by a singular moment instead of right. understanding that there's gonna be change and it can't stay that way forever right. and if it does stay that way forever it's stagnant and it's boring and it's old and there's no growth sure you know sure and, you know and that's the reason that it's uh, uh, you know I think the connection uh, became uh, in the first place is because there was the opportunity for growth there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you don't, you can't stop there. There's no place in which you stop there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> One thing, uh, when you were, um, when you were talking about when we move, mm -hmm. uh, we find ourselves in a new environment, it's kind of scary, especially if you move from a very nurturing environment to something you don't know. Right. You're not necessarily desiring to leave. Uh, it can be chaotic. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, when you reach a new moment, you know, if we were using the example of a relationship, and you go from these, however, how things were, we've both grown and changed. Now we have to re-examine that change, and it becomes chaotic. Yeah. You and I were talking about this when we were training this morning, we were sparring, and it, it's chaotic, right? Yeah. Chaos has a tendency to make us panic. Yeah. Uh, because we don't understand it. You know, especially when we go from a life of order to a moment of chaos, mm -hmm. and we freak out, right? Um, what you and I were talking about this morning that I think beautifully translates to life overall is embracing that chaos, accepting it, and not, not only saying, okay, this is going to end soon, but understanding that if I stay calm and if I just, you know, this morning, literally, if I just roll with the punches, eventually I'm going to see my opportunities to strike, right? And in life, if we understand that yes, this moment is chaotic, this is, it's unpleasant, mm -hmm. it's difficult, it's hard to understand, right. and that's fine. If you, if you tense up, right. if you shell up, if you try to run away, you're gonna get tired, you're gonna get exhausted, and you're gonna lose the exchange, yeah. right? And if you can stay calm, if you can wait, if you can just keep, you know, like sometimes we just have to keep ourselves safe, yeah. we just have to wait, we have to understand, we have to breathe, we have to wait, and then all of a sudden, you know, start seeing these, seeing these moments. Mm -hmm. You know, start seeing these these openings. You know, again, pulling off that that metaphor of, of training this morning. Yeah. That last round we did, you you stay calm, even even when I was kind of putting a little more pressure on you. You stay calm, and you started countering. You started picking your spots. You yeah. started landing your shots and stuff. You looked much more comfortable. Yeah. You came out of it. You seemed like you enjoyed the round much much more. Yeah. You know? um, and yeah, I just I mean that's one of the. The metaphors that translates from from mats to life and yeah there was no better example for me than that and then actually being present and being mindful because the first few rounds I am I'm reacting everything's moving fast I'm not thinking about my breath I'm thinking right. about the punches you're throwing and uh, and it is it's a very chaotic situation yeah. and I'm trying to make sense of it yeah. and I'm like trying to think about oh what I was trained to do in this situation what I was trained yeah. to do there when am I supposed to breathe and all this stuff? And I'm out of breath. I'm tired after every you know every single round, and I'm not connecting as much as I'd like. Uh, you know, until you said that, embrace the chaos. You're you're gonna get hit. You know, you're gonna get hit. You know, um, what what are you gonna do after that? Right. Right. right and so right. and so that last round, I did. I settled down, and 
um, I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to get hit, yeah. but I can decide on what I'm going to get hit yeah, by, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and so everything slowed down for me. I felt very much in the pocket and in the zone. And once I was in the zone, I was able to hold my breath. Yeah. I was able to move and yeah. counter. Yeah. And, you know, and even when you were, would approach and, you know, would come out with a combination, um, I was able to find my balance with it yeah, yeah, and yeah. being able to, you know, yeah. so, so, um, and, and that's hard to do because you can't just write that sort of stuff down, embrace the chaos, embrace the chaos. Right, uh, right. You gotta fucking throw yourself in the chaos yeah. to yeah. really understand what it feels like, that sort of energy. Yeah. And, and, and that's where you train, yeah. you know? That's where you train and that's where you really learn to understand your capability uh, within that situation. Absolutely, man. I, uh, one of the, um, cause, I, cause I've heard this all the time, you hear this a ton in martial arts, uh, but um, I was watching some uh, some training videos. I was watching some um, guys out at uh, uh, Sensei Ludwig's gym there in Colorado. They were doing some some sparring rounds and stuff, and he's kind of narrating it as the guys are in the back, and um, they're doing light kind of sparring drills, you know, and, and essentially he says, you're just trying to make sense of the chaos. You're trying to find order in the chaos. And again, I mean, this it's not something that you've never heard before. Mm -hmm. you, hear people talk about all the time in martial arts and stuff but for some reason that that one time when I heard it and I sat and I just watched watched the students develop and watch how they were able to find find order in the chaos and it really started to resonate with me and ever since then I've personally been focusing on that sure. you know just staying a lot more calm and understanding that I'm gonna get hit right there's not one fighter in existence Floyd Mayweather is one of the best evasive boxers of all time sure. he still gets hit you're gonna get hit it doesn't matter how fucking good you are you're gonna get hit and like you said, it's understanding what you're going to get hit by and knowing how you're going to react. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait because at some point, at some point this is going to come. Sure. And then you all of a sudden you start recognizing patterns. Okay, well this is why I'm getting hit. Those first couple of rounds, you didn't see any patterns. I was doing the same thing to you. Right. I break it down after round, like this is what no, I'm doing every time. I didn't time. see it, sir. I was just trying to breathe and survive. Man. Yeah. And then, it, but as soon as you calm down, all of a sudden, like you said, you started countering me. You were a lot smoother. You weren't. Responding, I just kept putting that pressure on you. You know, just walking forward, walking forward, and eventually you stopped backing up, and you're like, "Fucking hit me then." Right. You know? and <laughs> I don't know if I said that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the vibe I got. Sure, that's sure, the vibe good, I got. good. But no, it's uh, uh, it's it's absolutely, you know, and we we talk about it. You know, you can't just say, it, you can't just say, it, you can't just say it. Mm -hmm. You have to gotta put actually put yourself through it. You know, and sometimes it takes a lot of iterations of the same thing. Yeah, you know, we say the same shit a lot week to week to week, but. Even for us, me specifically, sometimes it takes a lot of times of hearing, find order in the chaos, find order, and then yeah. eventually it clicks, and you see it, and then you can feel it. You can feel it. And then you can maybe help explain it to somebody else, you know, and, yeah. and make sense of it from there. You know, and I think, it, so it is, a, it's it's similar to um, hopping on stage, you know, yeah, in front yeah, of a, yeah, you know, a few hundred people, yeah. and because that's chaotic, that's a lot of energy, that's a lot of attention, yeah. and it's a lot of pressure. Um, and so if you try to, uh, you know, react to that, man, you don't really know what's going to happen. You're going to drop blanks. You're going to freeze up. Um, but if you embrace it, um, uh, and, and you, you feel everything that you are supposed, that you're there for, that you're supposed to be doing, it's going to start coming natural. I mean, it doesn't take, you know, it doesn't go without repetition and practice and things like that. Um, but it's the same. You know, in the earlier on, I remember I think a couple of weeks ago we were talking about it first. When I put myself in that situation, I would just fucking black out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. until yeah. I was able to, um, you know, fully be a part of it more, and I, just, I could feel things yeah. slow down. Yeah. And so now, even my anticipation before getting up on the stage is different. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, I understand what it's gonna feel like. Yeah. I understand how I've responded in the past, um, and I can you know, adapt to the things that I need to change in order, you know, in order to, um, you know, leave a better impression sure. or have a better performance. Sure. Um, and it's certainly the same with uh, fighting or, yeah. honestly, it's probably, I guarantee it's the same with any situation yeah. that you're into. Absolutely. Any situation. Um, for me, uh, a big thing um, when I'm talking to newer students about uh, jiu-jitsu, because um, a lot of times when you're sparring jiu-jitsu, you do, you do a five-minute Five minute round, and afterwards, if you try to pick anything that happened in that round, most people when they started, when I started, I couldn't remember. I do a five minute round. I do 
say 10 five minute rounds in a, in a training session, I wouldn't remember anything that happened. I would just know yeah. that I was exhausted, right. my body hurt, and I got tapped out a lot. <laughs> One of the biggest things I talk to about new students is I tell them, you know, give yourself time. Eventually, you're going to be able to remember something that happened in a, right. in a round. Right. Um, and when I talk to my, uh, my coach, Paul, when we talk about a role now, he'll say, okay, well, when you did this, this happened, when you did this, this happened. And he'll remember, you know, a five-minute round, he'll remember four minutes and 45 seconds of what happened. Right. Whereas for me, even, you know, six years into training, I'll remember half of what happened. Right. Or he'll say, remember this situation? I'll say, kind of. Right. You know, and you, but eventually over time, you, you start to be able to remember stuff. And what that is, is your understanding of chaos. Because mm -hmm. the first time you roll, it seems like there's a thousand things going on and nothing makes sense. Mm -hmm. And you're just holding your breath and trying not to get your arm ripped off. But eventually you start understanding the patterns, yep. you start recognizing the movements, yep. you start finding a little bit of order and say, okay, well, there's a lot of movement going on, but one thing I recognize is if I put my knee in this position, I'll be able to stop that person from moving in this direction. Sure. And then once you start to see those patterns, everything slows down right. and you start to able to remember things more precisely. You know, yep. um, I mean, I didn't remember anything from my first three fights. Mm. I didn't remember shit. Yeah. And I mean, there were, uh, I think between all three fights, I think there's like seven minutes or something like that of fighting. And I didn't remember a single second. Yeah. You know, I remember I how I felt you. afterwards, I you know, you. this last fight that I had, I remembered very specific moments from, from every single round. And I remembered the entire three minutes of the third round where I was winning the round and I was making mistakes. And afterwards I was like, shit, I should have done this year. I should have done this year. I should have just play by play by play. Right. You know, I'm not that I'm not some excellent fighter or anything like that, but constant repetitions and being sure. exposed to the chaos sure. is I was able to keep things slow and I was able to make sense of everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. Even when I was in bad situations, I was like, all right, I know this. I've been here a thousand times. Yep. This isn't anything different. It's not as chaotic as it as it looks at first, you know. Yeah, that you know, and that awareness is a definite level up. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, an example yeah. of level up, and that's the sort of stuff that helps you to trust the process. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and just how things work out. Uh, yeah, because after the first couple rounds when we were sparring, and I'm out of breath and I'm covered in sweat, and you're you didn't even you know you didn't even break a sweat at all, and you're like you're like I just you said I just understand the movements. Of the, you know, of this chaos, you know, um, and I don't, you know, you said you were doing the same things over and over, and I didn't recognize that. Yeah. I didn't understand the movements yeah. within the situation, and what a difference it makes, you know, yeah. if there was a visual before and after, me and you, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, having those those years and those reps in, yeah. you know, yeah. um, compared to what I've got, but well, and that's, I mean, that's a, the the thing, I, you know. My cardio is that you fucking train more than I do. Your cardio is better. If you and me did a, did a bag workout together, yeah. you're gonna last longer on that bag than I will. Yeah. Probably, you know. But in that sparring situation, you develop a different kind of efficiency. Makes sense. Yeah. You know. And I, I'm uh, the same thing. If I if I uh, spar with Joey, mm -hmm. it's gonna be the same thing. I, comparatively, I'm gonna look way more exhausted. Right. Joey's got ten years of experience on me, and he's uh, um, he's smooth. He's more efficient with movements. If, if I uh, you know, if I train with, with Coach Paul, he is going to massacre me. Mop you up. And yeah, <laughs> it's going to look like he, you know, comparatively, he didn't even try. Sure. And his cardio is not better than mine. I am definitely right. in better shape than he is, right. but he's more efficient. He right. understands the movement better, and he can capitalize on the chaos more readily than I can. Mm -hmm. While I'm still trying to figure out whatever chaotic situation is, he's going to understand it. And he's, you know, because he's been there more times. You know? You know, and I see a lot of. Um, in, in uh, relation to music or art, you know, a lot of people, a lot of rappers are, uh, they'll sell their features you know, sure. for a certain amount of money. And they're like, you know, I could write a feature in half an hour and it'll be clean, it'll be this, but I'm not charging you 200 bucks because that's my, you know, because it's only half an hour. Yeah, yeah. I'm charging you 200 bucks because I put 10 years in, yeah. you know, in yeah. order to be able to do it that efficiently right. and that effectively. Right. You're paying for the entire, you know, all those 10 years of work put in. Just right. like uh, Coach Paul. Yeah. You know, he, all the 10 years of work yeah. or however 10 plus years, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's yeah. the outcome right. of it. Right. Um, and and the, the value in that time. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's just not, it's not just a five-minute round of getting your ass whooped. Mm -hmm. In that five-minute round, 
you're taking the culmination of 10 years of experience and you're putting it in right. to, to five minutes. Right, to your you know? face. Yeah, <laughs> putting it into, into your face. If, if Coach Paul ever punched me in the face, I would be absolutely astonished. Sure. I don't think I've ever seen him throw a punch in my face. He doesn't even need to. Well, that's jujitsu, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. The uh, understanding that we can use the culmination of our experiences when we embrace that chaos. Right. And that, I think, that new environment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you find yourself in a new situation, if you find yourself in a situation you don't understand, yeah. you're not just all of a sudden in that situation. Mm -hmm. You're not just, ah, fuck, I have to figure this out in three minutes. Right. You have. If it's life, you know, for me, I have 33 years of reps. I have 33 years of experience that I can put to use in this situation. Sure. There's no reason for me to panic. Mm -hmm. If I stay calm, eventually I'm going to figure out, I'm going to see something I recognize, and I'm going to be able to capitalize on that, and I'm going to be able to improve my situation, put a little bit of order to the chaos. Sure, sure. You know, it's, not, it's not just a singular moment. We don't have to right. define ourselves by that, that one moment. Absolutely, right? absolutely. I, I think... Uh, you know, I had some things uh, come up, you know, in my life in which uh, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to, or that would, you know, be kind of a, um, that I was uh, adverse to. And one of the things I kept writing over and over is, you know, don't forget the power of you sure. on the situation. Sure. So no matter what the situation is, instead of just reacting to it, you know, know that you can stand your ground and everything that you've been through uh, and understand about the self, you know, help you adapt to that right. situation, absolutely. you know, change the outcome. Absolutely. Um, greatly, greatly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I love it. But, uh, so, you know, I, and, and I guess what uh, I would like you guys, one of the things to take away is just to be able to ask yourself, you know, how your seed, how your potential, uh, how your purpose can grow in the environment that you keep around you, whether it's, you know, in your own head, uh, in the, the uh, uh, group of people that you hang out with on a daily basis um, or in the community that you're in, yeah. you know? Um, the, the power of being able to change ourselves and accepting our ability and our responsibility to help change the environment around us yeah. and influence it, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, thanks again for tuning in. Um, what was this? This is number... Uh, number 27. This is, tw this 27. is 27. It is 27. Excellent, right excellent, yeah. man. Almost uh, almost halfway through. Almost. Imagine that. Almost. Imagine that. So Absolutely. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you, guys.